This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Please welcome Drew Barrymore. to the show. It feels so good to be here with everyone here in New York. Yes, 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 it does. It is a dream. And yet the dream is real. Here we are and our first guest today is an iconic sitcom star as well as a dad and a husband and just an all around great guy with great hair. His new podcast, The Grand Scheme, Snatching Sinatra is available now. All right, have mercy. Please welcome John Stamos. Hi, Drew. What, what, what devil what? did you sell your soul to? What is in the water? What is in the Greek genes? How do you just not age? I drink Rob Lowe's blood first. <laughs> By the way, totally. I was right? I was at Rob Lowe's birthday party um, when I was like 10 years old and I had my first slow dance with Emilio Estevez. Ooh. Me too. That's weird. <laughs> well, actually, hey, Drew, yeah. Can I say something real fast? I am, I, I have to fangirl out here. I am your biggest fan and I'm, um, I saw that you were having a show. I said, they better ask me to be on there. So I'm really glad you did. Thank you. I actually think we stalked you, but I'm glad to know that we won't be in trouble for it. I have been such a fan of yours my whole life, and I actually realized that you went on General Hospital in 1982, is that right? That's right. E.T. came out in 1982, so 1982 was a good year for us. You know, I have to tell you, my son, I have a three-year-old son, and I know you, you have two daughters, right? The, he loves E.T. He loves E.T. And I told him, and he's about four times he comes. Have you talked to Gertie? Where's Gertie? Where's Gertie? And you named your son Billy after your father, Bill, right? That's right. Yeah. I loved my dad. He was my hero. You know, when you, you know, when you, you, you have that moment where you look at your parent, and you go, oh, they're, they're, they're just, you know, human. They're, they're not a superhero. I never had that with my dad. He was always a superhero to me. He was a, a great, great man. Yeah, no, I definitely did not have that with my father, but um, I was more like, oh, shoeless hippie with no job, unaccountable, and doesn't live anywhere. Perfect. Um, (laughs) But but you know what? I do attribute my bohemian ways to him, and everything I had a problem about when I would see him occasionally, he'd say, oh, you got to kick the bag, baby. As if, What does that mean? Like, don't carry it with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kick the bag, baby. I was like, 
said the guy who's an unaccountable father, fine, whatever. But I, I still, I love him. He gave me so many things. I have such a like healthy dynamic with both my parents. Like, and I, I just, I loved reading about your dad. And one of the stories that really stuck out to me was that he had you still flipping burgers at his restaurant yeah. the first year you were in General Hospital. The beauty of that was my dad really taught me about discipline, right? And showing up on time and working hard. And the greatest thing that I learned from him that I think is, you know, can attribute to my longevity, and you have it too. I saw my dad treat his best customer the same way he treated the busboys cleaning dishes in the back. And that sort of stuck with me. You know, you walk on a set and you want to, you know, I know everybody's name, I think. And I, I just I just never forgot that. You know, m my parents really didn't give me a, 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 a blueprint for, for much in the parenting department, but they gave me plenty of blueprints for personality and creativity and artistry and all these other spiritual, soulful aspects. Kick the bag and you just move on. You now, gotta kick the bag, baby. Kick the bag, baby. That's like Austin Powers. So, but, but, but let me ask you then, then, like, what did you feel like? And I've been around kids my whole life. I've always wanted kids. I'm, I'm in August, I turned 82, so I waited a little while. <laughs> but, 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 like, did you realize, like, to me, I was like, I didn't know it was gonna be this hard. I mean, certainly we can handle it. My wife does most of it, but it, it's hard. It's the hardest job you ever sign up for, period. Yeah. The rewards are also the biggest. I guess with the highest stakes come the biggest rewards. It makes tremendous sense. But right. you just keep putting one foot in front of the other with good intentions. You should be Oprah. Have you written a book? You might have written a lot of books. That's so right on all of it. But I mean, don't you wish we knew that when we were younger? But. So hopefully, you know, people are, are watch, kids are watching this and they'll learn from us. I mean, don't you wish they taught some of this in school instead of, you know, all the crappy math stuff you had to learn? Did you? Like, teach us how to relationship stuff. Teach us how to balance a checkbook. Teach us how to relate to, in relationships, when, women, men, you know, please. I completely agree. I'm not dissecting a ton of frogs, but I am desperately trying <laughs> to get life right. Right, I haven't, not one frog have I dissected, you're right. I know. Well, <laughs> I think we've just, I think we've solved all the world's problems in just whatever it's been, 10 minutes. Okay, please Crazy. talk to me about the grand scheme, Snatching Sinatra. We have a segment here. It's called The Download. Uh, this podcast is fascinating. Um, the subject terrifies me. I don't know why, like, kidnapping really is, like, my number one fear in life. My mom used to always talk to me about it. Don't wear T-shirts with your name on it. You're going to get kidnapped. It was like I, we were the age. I, just, I, I, I literally, right now, I'm shaking thinking about it. But this is extremely entertaining. It's the craziest story. So what you said was right. It's, like, the most unbelievable story that has never really been told uh, partly because Frank Sinatra Sr. didn't want it told for many, many years. This guy named Barry Keenan, um, in, in, uh, he, was, he was 20 years old, and he was at the, the lowest you know, place anyone could be at life in life. And he was parked in his car overlooking Catalina Island, and uh, God's voice came over the radio and said, to get out of your issues, you know, he owed money, his, he owed money to his parents, he, he was in a lot of debt and a lot of trouble, you need to kidnap somebody. And... And the radio wasn't even on, he says. So what he did was he goes to Tahoe. 
and he nabs Frank Sinatra Jr. And at this point, the FBI, the CIA, Frank Sinatra, Sam Giancana, the mafia, J. Edgar Hoover, everybody was after this guy. And he's up in Tahoe uh, doing runs down the bunny slope, you know, posing as a, as a honeymooner. It's the craziest story. He was sentenced to life plus 75 years, him and the, uh, two of the other guys that did it with him. But he did get out early, and he then spent 50 years uh, avoiding, um, you know, being shot at by Frank Sinatra Sr. I mean, he talks about two or three of the hits. The last one, the hitman was so old, the, guy, the hitman had, his, uh, had him in the, in the sights, and his colostomy bag broke, and he went all over the... And he, <laughs> that's how long... And the stories are... You know, I always say it's like the Marx Brothers meets the Coen Brothers. It has that feel... But the podcast, being able to do it over 10 episodes, has really let us really get into his psyche and really understand why a man would do something this desperate. Well, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with more of our conversation with John Stamos in just a minute. Plus, a surprise visitor is here. Okay, so stay here. Yeah, check it out. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. We're here in the middle of our conversation with America's sweetheart. I think you can say that for a man. It's America's favorite uncle, at the very least, John Stamos. Well, I, I, I'm just so happy to have an excuse and a reason because I don't know how we've been around since 82 and not, like, hung out and known each other. But I'm, it's never too late. And I'm just really happy to make your acquaintance as someone who's been cheering you on my whole life. I say we kick the bag right now and just, you know, be friends. You gotta kick the bag, baby. Well, as long as you're here and putting your magic out into the world time and time again, you have Big Shot that everybody loves. David E. Kelly is just so genius and everybody, I mean, longevity. You just, you keep bringing your goods to the world. So. Please keep doing it. And it's about gratitude, right? I yes. Know you were gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Maybe that's the key to longevity, like being appreciative and recognizing how lucky we are and, and all the things that your dad taught you that I found out along the way, luckily. Yeah. I think it is. I think it's part of it, certainly. Because if you could, and, and it's not just about the big things. Like, I'm just grateful. I'm certainly grateful to be talking to you. I'm grateful for the weather today. I'm grateful for my son, you know, uh, not coughing in my face all night like he has been <laughs> last year. I wonder where he is. Do you have to, should I try to see him come up here? Because he, oh, sure. Like, he's very sh- shy. 
sometimes, which I love because that's good. But, you know, after he gets over that, he's, you know. Uh, hey, well, Bill, come in. Look who I'm talking to, Gertie. Come here, come here, you. <laughs> you see, wait, wait, wait. Come here. Do you see her? Where is she? Wait, let's see. We do the speak or talk, Gertie. Hi, Billy. How are you? It's Gertie. I look a little different. Not that much. Here, come sit. Can you see Gertie? Do you know what I love most about E.T.? What? He taught me to be kind. And he taught me that being gentle and good to each other is really everything. I think he learned that from E.T. Didn't you, Bill? And he also learned from E.T. how to scream. Well, from Gertie, really. (gasps) Billy, do you know how to scream? You know what? I'm just going to do one for you. Ready? One, two, three. Ah! <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> this is the quietest he's ever been since, since he was in his mommy's tummy. Well, I, I, I'm so glad that you like E.T., Billy. It's funny. My own daughters, uh, they've seen some what they call mom movies, and yet they're, they're, they haven't really connected with E.T. yet for some reason. So thank you, Billy, because my own kids are not that interested in it, funny enough. He hates anything that I've been on. I mean, if, you know, if we're... Billy, do you ever watch your dad on TV and, like, see dad, dad movies and dad TV? Mm. Did you, like, you, you like watching me on TV? No. <laughs> I'm glad you like E.T., and I like you very much, and I really like your father and your grandfather, who you're named after, and it is just a pleasure to be with the Stamos gentleman. <laughs> Say bye-bye, Bill. Say bye. come. you know what we made outside? You know what we picking? What? Tomatoes and, and... And you're picking tomatoes? Yeah. In the garden? Well, happy <laughs> tomato picking, Billy. I hope they taste delicious. And thank you, Drew. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Bye, Billy. Oh, he's so, oh, he's so beautiful. What a beautiful soul and eyes and kind and, oh, thank you. I, I'm really glad to meet him. Thanks for saying hi to him. I'm sorry that he called you Gertie, but I'm sure when I meet your kids, they'll call me Uncle Jesse and then we'll be even. By the way, I am Gertie and darn proud of it. Thank you, John and Billy. Make sure to check out The Grand Scheme, Snatching Sinatra, out now on Wondery Plus and all major podcast platforms. It's amazing. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. season long, we're celebrating towns and cities across the country, as many as we can. We're bursting with hometown spirit. Eli Schmidt and Will Grimes' hometown of Denver, Colorado is next. They even host a YouTube show about it. 
Show us around Denver, you guys. Hey, Drew, I'm Will Grimes. This is my business partner, Eli Schmidt. We are the Mile High Property Brothers. Today, we're at CBS4. We're gonna be showing you everything we love about Denver. More importantly, what you might not know about Denver, but it's work hard, play hard here. What do you love, Eli? Guys, people in Denver, we love to work hard. We love to get after our business, but even more so, we love to have fun. We freaking love it here. So we're gonna check out what a typical day for a Coloradan might look like. Here we are at Washington Park in the heart of Denver. This park, guys, is centered around one of the biggest focuses that locals have in Denver, and that's fitness. There is no lack of things to do here. The Dairy Block is often not known from even the locals, so it is a true secret spot. It is what they call an activated alley or micro district. They've actually taken what was a normal alley just between two big buildings, and they put restaurants and shops, some interactive artwork. On the weekends, you can find farmer's markets, you can find bingo, karaoke, all sorts of cool stuff out here. We could not let you guys go without showing you an actual speakeasy. Typically, we don't tell you the name. We don't tell you where we're at. You just gotta figure that out. But today, where are we at, Eli? That's right, taking us all the way back to Prohibition era, which was huge in Denver. We are at Williams and Graham, the speakeasy that is nestled behind a super secret bookstore. Come on in, guys. I'll meet you by the curtain. We are inside with the owner right now. Man, while you're fixing these drinks, can you tell us a little bit about your business one and just the history behind it? Sure, we've been open now for 10 years this year. In 2015, we were named in the top 50 bars in the world. Very cool. Really nice. What a pleasure to show you guys everything Denver means to us. Guys, Denver's fit, it's active, we're progressive. We're about our business, but we're about our food and our fun as well. So if you're thinking about coming out this way or at least paying us a visit, make sure you reach out. See you guys next time. Wow, Denver looks so amazing. And I know you guys have incredible museums. I can't wait to visit. Will you show me around too? What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect defend and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more, but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. invested in this story. Our next guest made so many headlines this summer. Here are just a few. These three women toured the country together on a bus bonded by something they never imagined they'd have in common. They all had the same cheating boyfriend at the same time. I have got lots of questions, so let's get into it. Please welcome from inside their bus in Cedar City, Utah right now, Morgan Tabor, Abby Roberts, and Becca King. Oh, well, let's start at the beginning. Morgan, when did you realize that your boyfriend was cheating on you? So it was the end of 
2020 in December, I have been joking about how this year couldn't get worse. And then it did. <laughs> um, I had a really weird feeling. Um, I feels like the universe or God or something just trying to tell me like something's off. So I did some deep diving and I found my boyfriend in photos with another girl. And I reached out to her and she was like, whoa, um, this is insane. We're comparing timelines. She sends me Abby's Instagram profile and said, hey, we should look into her too. Because if you're real, she's probably real too. <laughs> she was. <laughs> okay, Abby, what went through your mind when Morgan reached out to you to tell you that you've been dating her boyfriend? I was absolutely shocked. Um, it was such a bizarre experience because he had literally like woken up at my house that morning. And so um, it was just really awful and heartbreaking to find out that he was not who I thought he was. Morgan, how did you confront him? So I was on a long FaceTime call with a few of the girls, minus Becca, that we had found. So I get a knock on my front door and it's him. And I have the girls on the call and I say, hey, it's showtime. And I put my phone on the counter and I leave the phone on. <laughs> then uh, he asked me how my day went. And I said, oh, it's been amazing. I've actually made some new friends as I <laughs> grab my phone from the counter and I flip it in his face to the girls on the call. And it was a cinematic moment. I mean, his face. <laughs> yes, yes, good. Oh, gosh. Becca, like, how did you find out that you also shared the same boyfriend with Abby and Morgan? The day after they had had this confrontation with him, uh, I get a message on Instagram in a big group chat. And um, we start talking. And at first, I was pretty skeptical because, I, I mean, the guy I knew wouldn't have ever done this. But, of course, he did. Okay. <laughs> I love that you took this negative and it is a negative, in my opinion. I really wish this person did not do that to anyone. Um, <laughs> what I come full circle with is what you guys did in the end. Tell me about how the road trip idea came about. So it was actually four days after we had all met each other, <laughs> uh, Christmas Eve to be specific. Um, we started talking about our dreams and uh, traveling was a big one for all of us. and. We were discussing different rigs we'd want to like go on a road trip in. And then I remembered I have family friends that are selling school buses. So I reached out to them and they were like, yeah, you can come take a look at some of them. And from there, things just started to fall in. They started falling into place, which was really beautiful in the midst of feeling like our lives were falling apart. And we were like, whoa, this is really beautiful because we have something awesome we can look forward to. And I quickly learned with these girls that when they say they're going to do something, they will do it. <laughs> and that is how we're here now. <laughs> Abby, I'd love to just quickly from each one of you, what do you have to say to someone who has been through a broken heart and gets, you know, blindsided? Yeah. Advice. So I think um, the biggest advice I would give is just like you are not defined by what they did to you. Um, and the quicker you can realize that and put your energy into positive things and, and move past it, you will become so much more empowered and so much more able to um, seek new opportunities and to really make something beautiful. Okay, and uh, Becca, will you mm -hmm. contribute a thought? Because I loved yeah. that. <laughs> I think something I've learned on this road trip is how important it is to have people that uh, like to surround yourself with um, that are going through similar things or at least can understand what you've been through. Um, dealing with all of what we, what had happened was a lot better when we had each other, I think. 
And Morgan? I think not only is it important to mourn the loss of a person and go through all those stages of grief as you do, it's very healthy, um, and to not be stuck in it, but to remember that, especially with our situation, that all of our timelines look a little bit different for healing. Um, it's not like a one size fits all. So that was a very big lesson that I learned is that it's taking me a little longer. <laughs> um, and that's completely okay because there is no timeline on healing. I agree. I don't think there's a timeline on healing, but I think there is uh, not staying stuck either. And yeah. that's why I love your story so much. Um, so we want to send you guys a big supply of tea and coffee because also like I heard you guys, I, I need my caffeine and um, <laughs> it's a lifeline. I know. Oh that, my gosh. That would be wonderful. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> and um, I'm also just going to send you $10,000 just to like, I don't know, where. see where you go next. Where are you going next? And wherever you go next, I'm wondering if you will check in with us and report the next bout of wisdom that you've gained. Yes. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Great. Excellent. Thank you. And um, thank you for sharing your story with everyone. Um, like I said, I think it's a fantastic roadmap. Um, also, um, you guys, can I share that coffee with you in celebration of our New York week? We want to give away some of our very favorite things. And um, everyone's going to get a year's supply of coffee and tea. Thanks to Barney's Coffee and Tea Company. And I would be, I don't know where I'd be without my caffeine. And they just pride themselves on their unique flavors ranging from German chocolate cake, yes please, to pumpkin spice, everyone's favorite. Um, and um, like I said, we're going to check back in with you in another city and just see what you're up to next. Thank oh you gosh. so much. Thank you so much. Oh my God, I just love you guys. Thank you so much. Morgan, Abby, and Becca, we'll be right back. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. with uh, DIY design hacks on TikTok. I mean, I'll take a hack anywhere. Um, but sometimes they don't always go as planned. Uh, and this one was posted uh, by design influencer Meredith Co, who attempted to create like a sleek and modern planter with clay, but it turns out there were just a few cracks in the process. Literally, <laughs> literally, check this out. TikTok went super viral. 
Um, what went wrong? Um, well, the paint didn't work out. Uh, then I tried clay, and it was air dry clay, so I woke up the next morning and it was just totally cracked. Well, I want to help you fix your DIY design faux pas okay. in a little segment we're kicking off today, by the way, calling Hack Attack! <laughs> and I invited someone here today to help. Please welcome celebrity interior designer and Drew Crew member, it's Mikkel Welsh! Thank you for having me back. Oh, Mikkel, we're a family. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm, I go to you for everything. Yes. Um, are you ready to tag team on this mission? I'm so, so ready. Meredith, girl, we're going to help you. Okay, thank you. I need it. <laughs> All right, so let's get started. So we've got our styrofoam rounds here, right? So I've already kind of started here, but I want you to take one round and then grab your glue gun. And I love a got glue, the glue gun. gun. And we just want to go right around the top of our little round and just keep going. And you just want to make sure that you have enough glue thus covering the entire circle. Now, right. what are these? These are just styrofoam rounds. You know, like, when and you where go, do you buy them? Like, at any, like, floral store, you'll see them, like, for wreaths around, like, Christmas and holiday time. This is kind of, like, how they start off. Okay, oh, that's yeah. so interesting. Yeah, okay. you might have to fight the church ladies for them because they like to pick these all up all times of year, but you can find them. I love it. All right, now yeah. we've got everything together, right? Is everything sticking together? Yes, Meredith, oh my God, you by the way. Me. I'm good. <laughs> that glue is serious. It is serious. So now we're gonna move to another serious step. Now, Meredith, Yes. before you use that clay, right? Yes. We're not gonna do that anymore. So what we're gonna do is we're going to apply a little bit of primer per se. Okay. So this is a Kiehl's primer and basically it's just like an opaque salient and we're just going to go right onto the front of the piece, right? Just like this. Mm -hmm. Meredith, you paying attention, girl? Yes. Okay, this is for you. <laughs> I'm just making sure. All right, so I just want to make sure that you're going around the piece super, super even, just making sure that everything is coated. And I want you to put this down because we will let it dry. I would say most like Kiehl's primers, you can let it go for about 30 minutes to an hour. Just do a little finger test, make sure it's good to go. She's really dedicated to this process over yeah, there. Yeah, I'm... All right, so next, once it's dry, we're gonna step over to the TV magic and you should now see the fully primed piece that is clay free, Meredith. Um, and so now that that is dry, the next thing that you'll wanna do is you wanna apply a coat of your favorite color of paint. And we're going to go right onto the piece again just covering up the entire pot. We're gonna call it a pot now because these styrofoam pieces have now become a pot. And honestly, you know, this is one of those fun little projects that you can do at home on the weekend, even after work. Or for those who work at home and you're tired of listening to your boss talk, you can just do this like, you know, just block out your face on the Zoom call and just keep going. <laughs> Don't tell them I said do it, but. By the way, how awesome is Mikhail, by the way? You, like. All right, how are we looking down there? I, I, I think it's going well, and I think that this- Yours is looking good. Once you're done with this, the final product will look like our pieces that we have here on the end, our little beauties, which look like those high-end pots that you would see in any furniture store. And then the best thing about it, if you want, you can even add like a little plant box inside. You can add up some dirt, you can put some succulents, like whatever you wanna do, you can just really have fun with it. She is really dedicated to- Meredith, this is this um, like gelling with you? Yes. 
definitely. Oh, love to hear that. Love to hear that. Now, Meredith, what's your next dream project? In the process of redoing our guest bedroom. Ooh. So, well, <laughs> Cal and I love to make a room over. We do. Ooh. We do. Just All right. Make sure well, you don't we have, have these simple steps and supply lists on the DrewBrimmerShow.com. And I want to thank you, Mikkel, because you help us, you know, in success and failure. And that's what we all need. Anytime. And everything in between. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's Mikkel. Thank you. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, welcome back. It's time for Drew's News, the only news that kindly requests eight feet of your city's finest sandwich. <laughs> and here to help me chop this bad boy is my trusty co-pilot, Rossi Ross Matthews. Hi, hi everybody. I have to say I'm a little distracted by this humongous Philly cheesesteak. By the way, Gino, I swear I'm going to motorboat this Philly cheesesteak <laughs> like nobody's business. I'm so excited. First of all, we're riding the desk from east to west all season long. And today we're thrilled to be here in the city of brotherly love. Yes! iconic love sculpture by artist Robert Indiana, a leader in the pop art movement. He first designed this as a painting in 1964 and brought the sculpture here in 1976, but it's so much more than a sculpture. It was his life's work, and Robert Indiana did thousands of love paintings and felt everybody should have love. He said he considered the word to be a one-sentence poem. I love this spot for the news desk, Ross. Now this is a four-letter word I can get behind. Yes, doesn't the world need just a little more love right Always. now? Always, yes. Thank you so much. Well, another four-letter word I can also get behind is meat. A huge thank you to you, local legends at Geno State. Geno's! There they are right now, <laughs> live and in the flesh. They have been serving authentic Philly cheesesteaks since 1966. Ross, what's in a Philly cheesesteak? Hit me! Everything you ever want in life is inside a Philly cheesesteak. You have thinly sliced ribeye, perfectly fried onions, and your choice of cheese. American, provolone, or whiz. Now, what are you? Are you which cheese would you choose? Actually, I'd like to ask Gino what is in your Philly cheesesteak, because that's the one I trust. Well, Drew, there's three types of cheeses. We got American, provolone, and whiz. We had to make you the famous one, the whiz right in front of you. Enjoy. Now, I think when in Philly, you kind of just go big, right? <laughs> Drew, oh, look how petite your size is. Look at that piece, Drew. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. This is perfection. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Gino, wow. this is incredible. Incredible, Gino. 
Okay, I'm gonna keep picking. In relationships, you keep eating. I wanna talk about this. Should you put your, your relationship, your partner, up on a pedestal? Well, Metro reports that pedestaling is a new, that's hard to say, pedestaling is a new term for an old habit. Over-idealizing the person you're dating or who you wanna date. Mm. So, for example, if you say things like, oh, she's just too good for me, or he's out of my league, and if you think, oh, if I could just be with that person, my life would be perfect, well, that is called pedestaling. Ooh. And if you ask me, it is a red flag. Therapists say the root of this habit is your own insecurity. And when, they say when you pedestal people, you tend to do it again and again and again. Have you ever done it? You know, I definitely have done that. You have? Absolutely. Let me put relationships in terms of football. Anybody here love the Philadelphia Eagles? Okay, so let's, let me do a football metaphor for relationships. I think everyone in a relationship should meet each other at the 50-yard line. You've got to be equal people in this or it's never going to work. So if you're with someone who you think is completely out of your league, then you've got some inner work to do on you. That's what I think. I agree. All right. You can't come to Philly and not think of hometown hero Rocky jogging up those iconic stairs. Right there. Right there in those iconic sweats. Yes. By the way. Uh -huh. I also love when he does like the meat locker. Uh, of course. Well, Deadline reports that the man behind the champ, Sylvester Stallone, has hit a new Hollywood milestone. Sly stars in The Suicide Squad, which hit number one at the box office, which means Stallone has now had a number one movie in six consecutive decades. Wow. That's why he's the champ. He's made 46 films with 20 number ones like Rocky, Rambo, Cliffhanger, Driven, and The Expendables. Congrats to Sly on an amazing career that just keeps going. Absolutely. I always loved Sylvester Stallone because my growing up, my dad always called me Rocky. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe I reminded him of Sylvester Stallone in a way. <laughs> you know what? I'll put him on a pedestal any day. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. And next, we're so honored to welcome a real-life hometown hero right here to the desk. She's a Drew Gooder, and she's from Philly, who spent 30 years educating and cultivating the kids who grew up here. This year, in such a challenging time for students, she launched Cooks with Books, a virtual experience that pairs cooking with literacy. This is so up our alley. Mm -hmm. Take a look at this. So we're making petite peach pies, and I already made some. They're already delicious. I tried them. I'm going to show you them later. But I'm also reading a super fun book today. This is called The Night I Follow the Dog. Now, please give a hometown welcome to a true Philly hero. It's Marie Lambert. Yes! Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here. This is just awesome. I mean, you really, like, as a teacher and a nurturer, what happened to you in life that, you know, set you on a path to care about kids so much. I was born into an uh, educator-rich family. Really? So my father didn't have a lot of formal education, but he believed that his children should all be educated. I want to talk about I want to talk about what you're doing. You're a nonprofit True Way Youth Empowerment Foundation. It's been going for a decade now. Yes. That's incredible. What is your Thank mission? You. 
So our mission is to empower, inspire, and enlighten young people to tap into their greatness, to think outside to box, to be problem solvers and critical thinkers, oh, yes. and to build a strong character. We do a series of games and activities to have them really work through um, a problem without um, getting angry or using foul language or um, violence. Um, they really have to use their minds to really think about what they would do and how they would solve a problem. Um, now, the pandemic put a pause on the cause um, and on your conference, but you've got a very special plan for this year. Will you tell us about it? I am so excited because True Way is set to put on the best youth virtual conference uh, ever, uh, January 2022, right? The Think Outside the Box conference. The content of your character is a theme of it. And we are set to invite educators and professionals in all areas of industry, business, the arts, science, health, and wellness, and put on the best virtual conference ever. Amazing. So cool. We are just so inspired by your beautiful work for Philly's young people. So we reached out to our friends at Jada Toys, and they make the Be Kind Dolls, an eco-friendly line that promotes messages of kindness and inspires kids to be creative and compassionate. And uh, they want to recognize you with your kindness um, with the $20,000 donation to True Way Youth Empowerment Foundation to help and enable all the work that you do, Marie. I mean, you're molding minds and hearts, Marie. You're extraordinary. So here you thank go. You so yes. Thank you, Jada Toys and Be Kind Dolls. And thank you, Marie Lambert, for being here. Thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. <laughs> wow. Congratulations. This is exciting. Thank you, you so much. It. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, thank you, Marie. And thank you, Rossi. We thank got to come to Philly. I know. Oh, my God. All right, we'll be right back with more Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Drew's News right here in Philly! Hey! Did you know Philly residents eat 12 times more pretzels than your average American? <laughs> That's twisted. I <laughs> Pretty salty. That doesn't work as yes, well as yours, Rossi. Well, that's your fun snack fact for the road. And think of it as an appetizer to today's Philly installment of the Doggy Bag. Here to curate, we've got a Philly-based beauty expert, and you can keep up with her and design tips every day on Instagram at Beauty for Breakfast. 
please welcome Dana Oliver. Yeah. Yay. Hey. For Hello, Drew. Hello, Ron. Hi, Dana. I'm so excited that I'm the doggy bag, but guess what? I've got a treat for you. <laughs> so it's from my favorite local small business black owned brand that I love to shop for. It's my go-to for beauty and wellness products. And you know, what I love most about Martian Maine is that it has the latest, greatest, even the big and small brands that you know you may find in your big box retailers or ones that you've never heard of. Love it. And on the table here, I've got one of my favorite products. It is their hair and body butter. And I can't resist a butter. By the way, you. I read that this was your favorite yes. product. And now we get to try it? You get to try it. I brought oh. uh, four yummy scents. You have the oh. sweet sandalwood, which has oh a nice, God. warm, musky scent. Smells you have the nog champa, which is just, you know. Trade me. Dude, you have to smell yeah. this. You oh, you already died the sandalwood. Okay. And here's oh. jasmine. Smells yummy, right? Let me, let me, let me. Smell, smell, smell them all. Oh my God, you guys. And touch and feel, it's non-greasy. And what I love most about this product is that you can use it from head to toe. Dana, you're oh such a God. beautiful woman inside and out. Oh, and we're so you. excited that you would grace us with your presence on the show. I think your recommendation is so solid. Martian Maine looks like the most extraordinary haven for beauty junkies. Thank you so much. It was such an honor to be in this fabulous city today. And thank you everyone for joining us here at Love Park and everybody watching at home or on the go or wherever you are. We hope that we get to see you again really soon. And again, everybody who decided to hang out and spend a little time today, thank you. Thank we know you. you could be anywhere doing anything. Thanks for hanging out with us. We hope you have a fantastic day. Yay! Now I'm gonna finish your sandwich. Sunday after the Equalizer. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. It's the season finale. Everyone's looking for something. Of Tracker. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. How you survive, you make quick, smart decisions. If you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. CBS season finale Sunday after the Equalizer on CBS and streaming on Paramount+.